0: We read twenty sixth verse. Patram pushpam palam toyam. Patram pushpam palam toyam. Yo me baktya prayachati. Tadaham Bhakti bhardam. Asnami prayat, Asnami prayat So, whether it is patram, pushpam, palam, toyam whatever that you give give with devotion. I will accept it. Now, if you really understand there is nothing that we can give to Bhagawan. What is that belongs to us that we can give it to Bhagawan? (laughs) Everything belongs to him only. (laughs) And even the hand that is offering, even the hand is also belong to Bhagawan only. (laughs) Patram, the leaf that you are offering him, it is not your creation; it is creation of Bhagawan. Pushpam, it's not your creation; it is Bhagawan's creation. Fruit, have you created? No. Apple, orange, bananas—all not our creation. Water, is it our creation? So, what is that we can offer? We can offer only what belongs to us. What is that? This ahankara. <laughs> that I am giving you this, that is the one to be offered. That is called bhakti. So, bhaktya prachati means that. Give up this ahankara. With bhakti, if you offer to me, I will accept it. We have seen the stories from the devotees that Bhagavan accepted whatever they offered with devotion and released it. Now, some people may say, this is also very difficult. Patram pushpam palam toyam, also problem. <laughs> At least you have to go and get some leaf, go and get some flower. Suppose I am in a place where there are no flowers, no fruits, uh, no leaves. The cold country is very difficult. No. F- Nothing. No flowers. No leaves. So then what to do? Bhagavan says, if that is your problem, I'll tell you. Next verse. Yatkaro shiyadasna sip. Yet you ho Yet whatever you do whatever you do, ah. homemaker, whatever you do, cooking, cleaning, shopping, driving the children to different, different place, all of them, Yath Karoshi, yad ashnaasi, whatever you eat, including junk food. Whatever you eat, yadashnasi. Jag, yat, yat, juhoshi. Whatever you sacrifice, suppose you are performing rituals or worshipping, offering puja. Dadasi, suppose you are giving danam, charity. Suppose you get into a charitable mood, you want to give danam. Yet tapasasi or practice austerity, tapas, taking certain vow and practicing like upasana or upavas, Monday vratham, Somavara vratham, Tuesday vratham, Wednesday vratham, Thursday vratham, Friday vratham, Saturday vratham, different, different vrathams are there, whatever it is, e kaunteya, that kurusha, may you do that, Mother Panam as an offering to me. This is called Bhagavata Dharma. Whatever that you do, you consider it is an offering to me. That's all you have to do. But this also we forget. That's a problem. <laughs> before, that is why you 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 before getting up from the bed itself, you sit in the bed. And you, you look at your own hands and say, Karagirevasathe garamule saraswati garamadhedu govinda pravade garadarshanam This is called, you know, you are reminded, you are reminding yourself that your hand is given to you by the Lord and with the hand you can achieve so many things in this world. Remind and you go to bathroom and take a bath ganges apne je godavari saraswati rama devi sindhu gavi jalesh pin sannidhi guru we invoke all the sapta nadees and that remember those they are all manifestations of Bhagawan. and have breakfast before eating food mar parambrahma gavi brahmakno brahmanavadam mayavade nigandavyam brahmakarma samadhina And afterwards, go to the office before starting your job. Remember the Lord. And if you forget, in between coffee break, you remember the Lord. And before closing your office, remember the Lord. Thank you very much. The day went off very well with your grace. Then you come back home. You spend some quality time with your children and wife eat some dinner and then watch some Hindi movies or whatever. Relax. And before going to bed, again, Ayena na vācā marasindriya iva avatyatma nāvā. bhagvesa bhāvat parasmai ārāya nāye With this attitude you live, what happened? This is called Bhagavad dharma. This is there in our culture. So, you remember the Lord at every point. That is why in India if you go, every corner there is a temple. That's why they say that Kumbha Kona means Kone Kone Kumbha. Every corner there is a temple. Kumbha means temple. So, it reminds you of the presence of Lord, all the time. So, yadkaroshi <clears throat> yadasnasi. Whether you are eating, or you are doing certain things, whatever be the action, it doesn't matter whether it's a noble action or ignoble action, but you offer to that the Lord. Consider that I am doing this for Bhagawan. So, even a menial job becomes exalted because of your attitude. Sweeping the floor in the temple, let us say, that also I am doing it for Bhagawan. Then, what happened? That becomes a great noble work. The work by itself is neither ignoble nor noble, please. It is the bhavana behind it. It is the attitude behind that job action makes it great or otherwise. So no particular thing you have to do. Whatever you do, end of it, you say Krishna Arpana There was one lady in Maharashtra, her name was janabai She used to make these cowden cakes. And uh, at the end of it she used to say Krishnaar Prabastu. So it used to go and hit Bhagwat Vittal. <laughs> <laughs> and this Pujari, after dressing up nicely, Abhishekam and all over dressed up nicely and standing doing arti. That time this lady is up, thadak, comes in. Why she says Krishna Pramastu. And he felt so bad. Who is doing this? So one day he closed all the door, window, everything. But still it is coming, hitting. <coughs> Finally they found out this lady who is was a devotee was doing it. <laughs> but afterwards Bhagavan was so pleased with her he sent viman from vaikuntha to take her. That also she said Krishna <laughs> <laughs> Arpanamastu. So that is the greatness of devotee. <coughs> <coughs> so, so, whatever that you do, There was one uh, Mahatma who was travelling. Those days when they travel sometime, they go through jungle. And he had to spend a night in the forest. He was sitting under a tree. He wanted to sleep. <laughs> but then <that> mosquitoes <laughs> started coming and hitting him. He could not sleep. So he got up and prayed to ji He was a devotee of Bhagavan ji Bhagavan, if you send your, your army like this, you know, <laughs> these mosquitoes, they are all your army. Vanarasena you are sending to bless me, maybe. If you do that, I will not be able to sleep whole night. And morning I may sleep. Then I will not be able to give you your Neivedyam. I can't do puja to you. I cannot give you offer food for you. Nothing I can do. If that is okay with you, fine. <laughs> So you don't believe after some time all mosquitoes disappeared. <laughs> See here sleep is also for the sake of Bhagwan only. I am sleeping so that I can get up early and do puja for you. So if that attitude is there, Bhagwan is with you all the time. He never leaves you. <laughs> Continuing. Shubha Shubha Mokshya se karma bandane Sanyasa Yoga Yukatma. Sanyasa Yoga So when a person live in this manner, what will be the result? The result says shubha ashubha revam moksha se karma bandanehi So he will be freed from Shubham and Ashubham, good and evil fruits. The result, Shubha-Shubha-Palap. So whenever you do a karma, according to the nature of karma, you get result. So sometime good result, sometime bad result, it all depends upon the type of karma. So, shubhā shubhapalai revam Moksha se karma bandhanai. And every result also got a tendency to bind you. If good result comes, you want more. If bad result comes, you want to avoid it. So, both ways you get bound. So, this person, if he live in this manner, what is that? Bhagavad dharma, yadkaroshi Adashnasi. So in that manner, if we live, surrender or offer all his activities as an offering to Bhagavan. this is his puja. Everyday puja doesn't mean you have to do only in the temple. But whatever activities that you are doing, you consider it is this or this is my offering to Bhagavan. Our Gurudev, even writing letter, he thought it is a puja. One day he went and uh, he asked the lady of the house where he was staying, where are my puja samagris? <laughs> she got frightened because nobody told her <clears throat> to arrange puja samagris for him. And Rude afterwards he laughed and he said, no, no, I'm asking where are the paper and pad, <laughs> the Letter pad and pen. Where are they? <laughs> so, on. so even writing letter, he consider it is a worship of God. So anything that he did, you always consider it is offering to the Lord. So this is a greatness. A <laughs> person lives like that, he will be freed from all impurities, all bondages caused by our karmas. So <laughs> why? All karmas are dedicated to the Lord. The Lord has the capacity to burn the bad effects of karma. <clears throat> so you can say, why should I be freed from good? I should be freed from bad. Evil I can understand, but why should I be freed from good? Even good also binds you. <laughs> because good results come to enjoy that you go to heaven, and then afterwards you come back again Then again you go to heaven. It will keep on going up and down like that. You will never get out of that (laughs) chakra. Therefore, Bhagavan said, you will be freed from good action also, good bondage also. It is like from the standpoint of truth, good bondage and bad bondage, both are bondage only. (laughs) It is something like, you know, in Arab countries it is said, a politician, suppose, a... uh, a royal family, somebody committed a crime and he is punished of capital punishment. So, if you are a royal personality, he will be killed with golden sword. <coughs> Ordinary criminal means st- the steel. Now, a person who is dying, what difference it makes? Whether he is killed with golden sword or a steel sword. So, the same way from the standpoint of Jivan Mukti Avastad, Realization. Good bondage or bad bondage, both are bondage. <laughs> so, it doesn't make difference. Both should go. So, Sannyasa Yoga Yuktātmā with the total detachment. Sanyasa Yoga means detachment. Yoga Yuktātmā. Yoga means so here, Sanyasa Yoga Yuktātmā is a peculiar word, coined. So, one, sannyasa means detachment, yoga means attachment. Okay, Detachment, attachment program. <laughs> so, detached from the world, sannyasa, attached to the Lord. <laughs> That's the idea. <laughs> sanyasa yoga yuktat. Vimuktaha maam Vimuktaha liberated maam upeshyasi. They shall come to me. So, as a result of living in this manner, this person, free from good and evil, Punya and Papa purifying himself, freed from attachment, he become free from all impurities and attain me. So this is a palam of living in this manner of offering everything to Bhagwan. Or whatever you do, it is doing for the Lord. Now, <clears throat> now you promise the seeker will attain you, Bhagwan. What is your nature? Such a person will come to me, he will attain me. That is what you said. What is your nature? And yet Bhagavan is revealing his nature. Samoham sarvabhuteshu. Samoham sarvabhuti. Ye pajanti tu ma baktya. Ye pajanti tu ma baktya. Mahite te su chapyaham. Mahite ah. Now here there is a partiality. You see, <laughs> first line he says, I am samam, equal. I am same in all being. Samoham Sarvabhutesho. Named Deshuasti napriyaha. I have no particular likes or dislike to anybody. But, there's a but there. What is that? Ye bhajantidumam bhaktya, the one who worship me, one who is devoted to me. Mayite desu They are in me. I am in them also. <laughs> so towards bhaktas, Bhagavan has got this special corner. Okay. So I am, that way I am equal to everybody. But the one who is devoted to me, Bhagavan says, they are dear to me. I am in them, they are in me. Now, Bhagavan Shankaracharya writes a commentary on this. He gives an example. In the cold winter, There is a fireplace. In that fireplace, your own house, there is a fireplace. Fire is beautifully blazing. And you have a choice. Suppose you go near the fireplace, the warmth of the fire makes you comfortable even though it is cold outside, makes you feel comfortable. But suppose you choose to go, chose to go far away from that fireplace, then what happens? You suffer, is not it? The same way Bhagawan says, the fire is samoham. It is equal to all. It never refuses its comfort. <coughs> Whether you believe in fire, who don't believe in fire, it doesn't matter. But, if you come too closer to fire, what happened? It blesses the person. <laughs> if you chose to go away from that fire, then what happened? It is not the fault of the fire. <laughs> you chose. The same way Bhagavan said, Bhakta is the one who comes very close to me. <laughs> Therefore, he gets all the blessings. General people, what happened, they choose to go away from me. <laughs> Therefore, even though I want to bless them, but they themselves deny that opportunity or that blessings. So, this is the idea. Mm. So, Moham Sarva Bhuteshu. Because without His presence in every living being, they will not be able to survive. So, Bhagawan is present in everyone. <laughs> But they are denied of the presence of Lord. Because of what? Their own ignorance. But bhaktas having recognized the greatness or the Bhagavan's presence in him or in others, they look up to him. So they gain his blessings. They are blessed. <clears throat> so they are. So in 4th and 5th Uh, Words we saw, they are in me, I am not in them. But here he says, totally different, they are in me, I am in them also. (laughs) To to whom? To the Bhaktas. God says, you turn away from me and cry. What can I do? (laughs) God has given you the freedom. Once you look at them, you gain me. You close the windows, the sunlight will not bless you. (laughs) Now, a doubt will come when you listen to the teaching Swamiji. Uh, To attain Bhagawan. To be devoted to him. To have such pure mind. It's very difficult. See. I may look at outside very religious but inside I am very bad <laughs> I don't show outside but inside I know what I am so each one of us we have an opinion about ourselves if that is your problem Bhagwan says giving you a promise here the su Pachate māmananya ma bhākh Pachate ma Sādhu reva Suduracharaha, apichet suduracharaha, apichet even if suduracharaha, the most wicked person, the one who has got a master's degree in evil, PhD in evil, that person Pajate maam ananya bhag. But once he realizes, he turns towards me and start worshipping me. Then he should be considered as sadhureva samantavyah. Samyak vevasido hisah. So the... Opinion about ourselves that I am a sinner and lucky I am a Hindu, I have at least seven lives, if not this life, next life, I can get something somewhere. I can start spiritual life, next life, like that people start thinking. Bhagavan <laughs> here says promises you, even if you think you are the most sinner, huh, that you are not there is nothing that you have not done in this world. That is your opinion. You are the keenest dinner, sinner. Even then, once you decide to turn towards me, towards the Lord, he will make you a sadhu. For example, Walpamiki was a dacoit. He used to kill, plunder, loot. Anybody who go go that side. But once, with the help of, with the blessings of Naraji, he was able to chant Bhagwan's name. He didn't even know how to chant Bhagwan's name. He knew only Mara. Mara means tree. So he's chanting Ulta Naam Jabkarke. Mara, Mara, Mara became Ram, Ram, Ram. And he came out to be a great Rishi who wrote Ramayana. <laughs> So, once you decide that, then you will be considered as Mahatma. There was a king who was hunting in the forest. Story, okay. Once upon a time, there was a king who was hunting in the forest. <laughs> he settled out in the it was he was tired after a, a good hunt and then he ate some lunch and he was rustic At that time, a thief came and he saw everybody in slumber. So he took some ornaments of this uh, raja and ran away. Immediately, the attendants were, the soldiers were alerted. They ran behind him. And However, the thief tried to escape. He saw that it's not possible. They will catch up with me. So, he was looking for a hideout. Suddenly, he saw an ashram. (laughs) And he entered the ashram. Luckily for him, the Swami was not there. So immediately some the saffron clothes were hung there. So he removed that and put on those saffron dress. And then there was some ashes there. He put it up and applied that ashes. Sat there with Rudra And the soldiers came, looked at inside. They saw a sadhu sitting there. They went and prostrated to him, (laughs) Haraj. And they went back. And one soldier was posted there, and another soldier went, ran to the king, and informed that, Kusur, in this jungle there is a great Mahatma sitting here in meditation, so we should go and take his blessings. So the king came, and with all his retinue, and he saw Sadhu cannot run away because the soldier is standing there, otherwise he would have run away. So, but his Maharaj came, and then he entered the kutiya and he prostrated before. <laughs> the thief, who is pretending to be Sadhu, isn't it? Now, see, the soldiers prostrating to him, he could take it. But the king himself is prostrating the thief, he is a fake guy. So he could not take it, he was feeling miserable. <laughs> and he came out saying, Maharaj, don't prostrate to me. I am not a ma- Mahatma or anything. I am a thief. <laughs> I am the one who stole all your ornaments and ran away. I could not escape, so I took shelter here, and I am. And this Mahatma again prostrated. The Raja again prostrated. Why? He says, Maharaj, you must have been a thief before. No more. (laughs) Why? You have decided to confess what? You are a thief. Which thief will say I am a thief? (laughs) Because of your wearing dress, that has changed your mind. Otherwise you would not have admitted you are a thief. Now you have admitted, therefore you are already a Mahatma. So, see, this verse he must have read at that time. That's why. This king. So that's why Bhagawan never ask your past. That you go to him, he is happy. He will say you have come, now come. (laughs) He will not ask, why did you not come so far? I have been waiting for you so many years. So many lives I have been waiting only. Now you have come, what kind of a person you are like this? He never rate you. He will accept you whenever you go. Without any question. The questioning and all that, it is our habit. <laughs> Bhagwan never asked that question. So, apichetsu durachar ha, bhajade maam ananye bhak, sadhureva samandaveha, sammek vevasito hisaha. Then what will happen to him? Chipram bhavati dharmaatmaam. Shashvacchantim nigacchateep Shashvacchantim nigacchateep Kaumteyapratijanihip Kaumteyapratijanihip Mame bhaktapranashyateep Mame bhaktapranashyateep bhavati dharmatma Soon he becomes dharmatma, righteous person. Sashyaschantim nigachati, he attained that eternal peace. Sashyasashyodashanti, nigachati, he attained. Now, here Bhagwan declaring the great statement he is giving. He Kaunteya, son of Kunti, Pradijani, he No for sure, certain. NAME Bhakta PRANASYATI My devotee never get destroyed. Ah, So, this is a promise. So, that my devotee, like Prahlada, they tried to destroy many ways, but he never got destroyed. Why Prahlada is olden time? Now recently, our Mirabai, the Raja tried to kill her in many ways. He gave poison. She drank like Coca-Cola. <laughs> Nothing happened to her. He sent a snake, poisonous snake. But that snake became garland to her. <laughs> so, so these are all, you may say it is a miracle. It is all happened because of her devotion to the Lord. So, those people who are really devoted, they will never come to destruction. See, the story in Bhagavad you must have heard, Jai Vijaya story. See, Dwarapalakas, Baikunta, Dwarapalakas were Jai Vijaya. No, to get to that position, they must have done lot of tapas to attain that position. They must have been a great devotee of Bhagavan. So that is why they attained that position. But because of some mistake, they came under the, the curse of these rishis and they had to become Ratrasas, right? Even then, Bhagwan did not leave them, okay? <laughs> so, he took avatara. He came down from Vaikuntha. He took avatara to lift them back, to bring them back to Vaikuntha. <laughs> not only once, three times Bhagwan took avatara. Actually, four avatara he took. <laughs> So first was Hiranyakshipu, Hiranyaksha. So Hiranyakshipu, Hiranyaksha. Hiranyaksha he killed with uh, Varahavataram. Hiranyakshipu with uh, Narasimhaavataram. Then they became Ravana, Kumbhakarna. So there Bhagawan took Avatara as Rama, the third one. Then Shishupala and Tandavakra. Bhagavan took avatar as Krishna, so there are four avatars he took to bring them back to Vaikunda. So, even though you make mistake, but Bhagavan never leave you. <laughs> they are my devotees, so my devotees never perish. Now comes a very controversial and difficult verse. I hope I will survive this. <coughs> Mam hi partavya pasritya ye pisyu striyo vaishya statha Epian ti param get him. Mab hi parta Vipashritya for taking refuge in me. Epis sihu ye api sihu. Even those people, Papa Yonea, born in. Sinful birth. Papayoni means animal. Thirikyadi. They are all papayoni. Mm-hmm. Then, not only that. Three Vaisya Sutra. They also. Yanti Paramgati. They also attain Mukti. Now the question is. Why is three is mentioned here? So, they read, you know, people conveniently say, Papa Yoni is (laughs) three. Born in lower, sinful birth. It's not like that. People who are born in sinful Yonis, that is, lower birth. But, three here means, in Vedanta, when we talk about Sthri Purusha, it is not physical. Vedanta is addressed to your mind. The mental condition. So, three represent emotionalism. So, people who are, the mental qualities are indicated here. Mental temperaments. So, Bhagawan is telling that everyone is qualified to reach me, whatever be their mental condition. So, three means emotional people. It can be a man also. Coated, booted with uh, moustache, he can be a stree mentally. <coughs> Same way, a lady also can be a man mentally. So if they have that detachment, that daring etc., if it is there, that capacity is called manliness. If yeah, women are given emotion bec- by the nature, it is given by nature has given them lot of emotion because it is necessary to bring up a child otherwise man will not be able to bring up a child he doesn't have the temperament to sacrifice to compromise to forgive and forget those kind of things they don't have so therefore they are not fit to bring up a child but to bring up a child mother is required mother is the one who has compassion they have love, infinite love for their child. So, whatever, even though the child sometimes revolt and sometimes uses abusive language, but still mother is the one who never considers they are abusive because of her love. So, this kind of quality is what is talked about here. So, one who has this type of quality, what happens? He will or she will not be able to give up that and proceed further. In order to reach the higher, one has to give up that. So unless your emotions are not sacrificed, you will not be able to advance in spirituality. (laughs) Therefore, Bhagavan says, uses the words three here, it is nothing against the three, okay, human being. It is only addressed to the mind. Vaishya means a person who is business-minded person. A person whose mind is always thinking about benefit. Suppose you call, ask him, come to the Gita class, what will I get? So this is the first question I ask. Unless that is satisfied, he will not come. He will say, end of the lecture, he will get a free book. Okay, then I will come. So something should be given to him. So then, that type of a mind, all the time. So such people also is considered difficult to learn Vedanta. Shudra means lower, lethargy, lazy. So personification of Tamas is called Shudra. They are not interested in doing anything, no initiative, no leadership. That type of people also, it is difficult to teach Vedanta to them. And one, Bhagavan says, even those qualities, those people also with emotion and business-minded, and tamasic type of people, even those people, when they turn towards me, when they develop bhakti towards me, they will also attain mukti. So this is a concession. So at that, there are so many interpretations on this particular verse. So, one is, those days when Guru, Bhagavan's time in Dwapara Yuga, towards the end of the Aparivgav only, Bhagavan Avatara took place. At that time, ladies were not allowed to read or study scriptures because of the orthodoxy. So it was there afterwards also in Kali also. So scriptures, is not, not for them. They are not. So only now it has become popular. But it is not an ancient tradition. Ancient tradition in our Vedas, in the Upanishad and all that, if you see the ladies were scholars. In Bradharanya Gvanishad, Maitre, the Vaish the, Rishis, they had she had he has two wives. One was Maitreya. <laughs> then Gargi, there was another one. Gargi. Gargi was a great scholar. He she she used to challenge the So that was the, the ability of the Rishis. So there were scholars also. They were allowed to study the scriptures those days. But afterwards some orthodoxy came and they were not allowed to study the scriptures. That is why Bhagawan is allowing, giving a concession in Gita, that of course these people, even not only sthrees, but Sudra, Vaishya, etc., they were not allowed to study the Vedas. So therefore, even those people are, if they have turned towards me with the devotion, they will also gain Muktihi. So, Bhagawan is revolutionising this idea of that he is going against the orthodoxy at that time. So, those days these three were not allowed to learn. Bhagwan is adding them in the list so that they are also qualified to reach me. This idea, okay. Now, having said that, Khyempunabhrahmana punyaha. Sarajashe yasta tha anitya masukam lokam imam praapya jaswam. How much, if that is the case, how much more easy to a Brahmana? I mean, brahmana means seekers of Brahman. Kunab Brahmana is what is told. Brahmana are also three kinds. One is called Janmana Brahmana. Another is what? Karmana Brahmana. Third one is Kunab Brahmana. Janmana Brahmana means by birth he became a Brahmana. Okay. But karma, why karma? What activities he do? He does puja, rituals, etc. Because of this karma, he is a Brahmana. That Kunataya Brahmana because of qualities, virtues, he is considered a Brahmana. So, we are talking about punap Brahmana here, not Karma Brahmana or Janma Brahmana. So, kim punap Brahmana, so the one who is seeking that Brahman, because their Vasanas are Sattvic. Punyaha Bhaktaha Rajashaya Statha. So, those people, the Ramanas who are seeking Brahman, or they are called Rajarshi. So, royal saints. Or those people, Rajarshi means the, the royal saints. Like Janakadhi, they are all royal saints. So, having obtained this Masugam Logam Imam Prapya Vajasvamam. Having attained this impermanent world. Having come to this impermanent world how easy for them to think of me, meditate upon me, realize me. So if those people are born in that uh, family like Brahmana family and having the opportunity to study the scriptures and having the inclination to know the truth Such people, it will be easier for attaining me. Ajarshi means one who has everything. One who was in the world living luxurious life and turned towards Bhagawan after some time and seek him and attain mukti like Janaka ityadi. They are all Rajarshis. Asukham Lokam. Nobody says there is no happiness in this world. Real happiness is only, real happiness is counted only when there is no Dukkha. So all our happiness is always Dukkha Misridha. Every happiness that we grow through, it is all mixed with dukkham. There is no pure sukham in the worldly happiness. Therefore, it is not considered sukham. So, asukham lokam. <clears throat> so, once you turn towards the Lord, and there is Atma Prasad, there is a contentment, a satisfaction. So, that is what we maam bhajaswab. So, how to have the contentment mam Bajaswa. one says worship me seek me now the last verse Say, bhagwan started the that- Chapter with Vatnihanam Vitnyanam. So Raja Vitya Rajavuhyam Pavitramidamuttam it hmm. So that is how we started. So I shall declare to you Prabakshya Manasuya Vay Rajavitya Raja Huhyam Pavitramida Muttamam. So this is how I shall declare to you, I shall explain to you what is this royal secret which is nothing but jnanam with jnanam, jnanam along with, with jnanam I shall explain to you and which will help you to free yourself from samsara. <clears throat> is how he started. Now he Afterwards, he started explaining about what is Jnanam Bityanam. Fourth and fifth verse, Bhagwan talked about Jnanam Bityanam. Then afterwards, Bhagwan entered into creation. Then afterwards, to attain that state of purity, what is to be done, Sathana, Bhakti sadhana was given. And finally, the Charama shloka Bhagavan is summarizing whatever that he has said so far in one verse. So this is the style of our masters. Whatever they want to say, they will say in the opening verse. Then afterwards they divide the topic into subtopics. Then each topic will be discussed in detail. Then finally in conclusion, they summarize the whole thing. (laughs) Now here you see manmana bhava mat bhakt Madhyāji mām namaskuru Māme vaiśyasi yuktaivam Ātmānam matparāyanah Manmana bhava, with mind filled with me. Manmana. First, entertain the thought to reach me. Manmana bhava. That desire you should have. Bhagavan, I want to reach you. I want to attain you. This sankalpa must be there. If that sankalpa is not there, then what's the point talking about it? <laughs> so that desire has not come that I want to be with Bhagavan, I want to attain him, at least I want to have his darshan. <laughs> a thought is to be maintained and entertained, manmana bhava. Then, mat bhaktaha bhava, just a thought is not enough. One should have love for it, mat bhaktaha bhava. Say a a thought that I want to be with Bhagwan. That itself is not enough, but you have to love it. The more you think about it, more you start realizing that hey, eh? <coughs> more intense that thought should become. It's called bhaktaha. Then matyaji maam namaskuru matya namaskuru matyaji sacrifice so for that attaining that goal whatever sacrifice that is necessary you should be able to do no sacrifice is a sacrifice if you have to give up ready to give up If you have to jump into the river, yes, I will jump. (laughs) That kind of an attitude should be there. Ready to do anything that is necessary. If I have to give up my sleep, give up my comfort, give up my diet, (laughs) all those things, if you are supposed to do, you have to do it. Readiness to do. I call Padhyaji. Maam Namaskuru. Surrender your ego. Ravana worshipped Lord Shiva, but he never gave up his ego and he felt that he is the greatest devotee of Bhagawan Shiva. (laughs) There is also a pride, even devotion also made him proud, greater proud. So, Namaskar means, not the teacher is asking you to fall at his feet, not that. So that is why sometimes people go, if the guru is walking at that time, they will fall at his feet. Then what happens is guru will yeah, hit that guy and fall him down also. Don't do that. That's not the point. So the readiness, that surrender attitude is called Namaskuru. eva Eshyasi. You shall come to me. Yuktwa having united Atmanam Matparayanaha, taking me as the supreme gold, you shall come to me. Now, this is this verse if it is replaced with material gold. Okay. Suppose you want to be a millionaire, then what is that? First thing you have to do is Manmanabhava. Every time you should be doing the japa, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be a millionaire. That idea. And you should love it also. Ha! That you start imagining about it. If I become a millionaire, so I want to be a billionaire, I want to be a millionaire. Like this, you have to love that thing. Then Madhyaji. Ready to sacrifice all your comfort for attaining that goal, isn't it? Now even go to party also. You look for those kind of people that that person so and so is coming. Then I will come because I want to befriend him. Then I can achieve my goal. So continuously thinking about how to become a billionaire, isn't it? Madhya maam namaskuru. For that sake, sometimes you have to surrender your ego, isn't it? So, when you want to be a businessman, there you can't keep your ego. <laughs> Suppose you are negotiating with certain party, sometimes you have to deal with your ego. You have to become humble. <laughs> Only then you can attain something. You can't keep your ego there. Ah, Because that fellow said this, this fellow said this. So, businessmen cannot entertain Veshas. A real businessman will forget about that. Why? His goal is business. <laughs> for achieving that goal, he is ready to give up his ragatpeshahs. He give up his ego also. That is a great test. Mm. And if these points are taken care, definitely you will achieve the goal. There is no doubt. Even for success in life also, we have to follow this principle. <laughs> To be successful as a devotee, you follow those principles. To be successful as a a material person, then also you require to follow these principles. So, Bhagavad Gita teaches you to be successful both ways. (laughs) Spiritual field and the material world, both. Thus, we complete the ninth chapter. Om Tat it is Shri Mat Bhagavat Gita Obanishat Soo, Brahma Vidya Yoga Shastre, Sri Krishna Arjuna Sambhade, Raja Vidya, Raja Gukya Yoga Nama. Nava mo, Om, Purnamada Purnamidam poor namidam, poor nat, poor Om Shanti shanti Shanti. Hari om, Shri grew namaha. My special thanks to these two children who whole day sat and listened to me. Ninth chapter. (laughs) Thank you very much. Without sleeping.